Check, check, one, two. What if half the things I said turned out to be a lie? How would you know the truth? Welcome everyone to the Dr. Funk Live podcast. Thank you guys so much for subscribing on YouTube, Facebook Live, on Apple Music, Spotify, and everywhere else. Today is going to be a really, really, really fun episode with PRN alumni, Jackie Thompson and Dave Hampton, along with our very special guest, will be Bart Johnson. We're going to be getting into that and talking about uh, the latest PRN alumni thing that they're supporting. We've already put a link into the room, but I'm going to put it up again uh, for people who are watching on Facebook Live to where to donate. This project is super important. Hope you guys have been doing well. Hope you guys had a good week. It is Good Friday when this is airing. We're going to make this a great Friday. And this is how we do stuff. Hello, I see Germany in the house, Italy, Australia, and of course the U.S. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're not going to waste any more time. But the first person we're going to bring in, first people I'm going to bring in, are people that you guys know very well. Um, the PRN Alumni Foundation, basically uh, the person that put it in. And along with Dave Hampton, it's going to be the one and only Jackie Thompson. <laughs> one and only. Hi, Jeremiah. Hey, Dave. Hey, what's up? You are the one and hey, only. Everybody. I am one and only. <laughs> That's cool. And I should have worn my glasses, but then we would all would have all been in glasses. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're this right. means like we're getting old. Exactly. So yeah. We have to beg if you don't have to wear them, unless you just want to be cool, <laughs> you know. It just so, matches the outfit sometimes. True, true. Yeah. So we're going to go in with that. How have you guys been? It's great to very, see you. Cool. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Excited. Lots of fun stuff coming up and seeing the light at the end of the tunnel to be able to get back and do some cool projects and uh, just moving forward uh, from a, a crazy 2020 into this year and moving into 2022, it's, it's, it's going to be good. I, I feel, I feel momentum and, you know, in that, that, that's me personally. I, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think we all are. Yeah. 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 And Dave, it's good to have you on camera this time. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday was quite a hassle. <laughs> yeah. We're all straight now. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Definitely. And we're going to be bringing in Bart Johnson who's part of the MSNM, um, profound, they're going to make a profound difference in a child's life. And you guys, the PRN Alumni Foundation is, you know, you guys are going to be working with them with a partnership with Minneapolis School of New Music. It's a tuition-free college prep liberal arts music immersion school opening in North Minneapolis for the 2021-2022 academic year. Now we're gonna bring in Bar with that, but what made you guys choose uh, this one? And I think it's amazing. I know why, but I want to hear about it from you guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, one, we knew that was something that we wanted to do. Ultimately, our, our steps towards it. You know, you have to start off uh, baby steps and grow and grow. But um, Bart uh, contacted me via email last year and said, "Hey, I'm, I'm gonna, starting a new school. I'd love to." Um, talk to you about what we're doing. And so we met on Zoom and I was like, wow, this is exactly where, what our mission is, right? And and Dave and I, um, no, we don't speak for Prince. We don't say this is, you know, you know, I, I don't, I don't do that. But what I do feel is that this school is definitely, I feel in the, in, in alignment of the things that he did. And so with that, um, uh, I'm just so excited because there's something really cool. I love kids. We love kids. And music is so important at an early age. Whatever they end up doing in life, it's just um, uh, something that is um, uh, really valuable that, you know, aren't, isn't around as much as it, it should be in the schools. And so when Bart brought this, uh, his concept and what he was doing and planning, it was just a total natural fit. Everybody was like, wow, let's let's come together. Uh, let's bring the alumni. Let's uh, bring our resources together and, and and let's make it happen. So we're really, really excited about this partnership. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, experientially, they're doing they're doing it a new way. And that's kind of what's called for in uh, education and everything as we come out mm -hmm. of COVID. 
everybody needs to redress the way they present education and, and the standardization of music instruction because we have all different participants now. And and this the way this structure is developed uh, is very natural. It starts them at a young age and, and builds, builds, builds to where it's covering uh, more and more age groups in the next couple of years. So it seemed to be stepped off logically enough as an education expedition to be in line with some of the conversations that some of us had with Prince when it came to education and what he saw for the future. Yeah. And the future is the kids and I love it. Yes. The other thing, it's really cool that the school is based in North Minneapolis. I mean, how fitting can it be? Yeah. And we can really bring a lot of resources from our community, music community into the school. And then also hybrid on, you know, online as COVID is still around. And even when it's not, you know, we can have, uh, you know, Susan Rogers, you know, I want to be in that school that, you know, I was like, mm -hmm. man, Bart, when I was talking to Bart, I was like, man, I wish I had that, you know, available to me when I was young, but, you know, to have uh, Susan Rogers or someone come on and talk about their experiences as engineers and, and management or whoever, you know, via Zoom or whatever it's going to be or in person, it's 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 exciting. And I and um, in Minneapolis is the per perfect place to jump off. So yeah, exactly. And this is how we funk on the north side. For mm -hmm. sure. North side. Funk. <laughs> there we go. And without any further ado, let's bring in the person whose ears are ringing because we're talking about him so much. His name is Bart. And he is funky. Here is Mr. <laughs> I always wanted to say that, especially with the Prince. <laughs> you got it. The one and only, right? There you go. <laughs> Mr. Johnson, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much, Jeremiah. I am honored to be on your podcast. And what's up, Jackie and Dave? What's hey. up? Nice seeing you again. So how did this all transpire? We know that you you know you called and you contacted, but how, I'm sure before then you had an idea of it and you wanted to bring it to fruition. Yeah, I I was thinking about things that I knew well and things that I was passionate about. And uh, I've been in public education as a teacher and as a principal um, for a long time, over 20 years. And I was thinking, you know, what what are things that are going to get kids excited about going to school? Because we've all been to middle school and high school and, you know, our parents had to drag our butts out of bed every day. And uh, that doesn't need to happen. There's a reason that kids don't like schools because they're not motivated and excited to be there. And I thought, what's something that would get kids to want to get out of bed every day and go to school? And that's making music the kind of music that they like, the kind of music that they listen to. And um, music is something that inspires people and being able to do it, taking the or demystifying um, what it takes to be a musician. That's what we want to do, because everybody really all humans are musical by nature. We want every kid to be able to play music, to have access and to unleash their genius onto the world. And we want to help them amplify their voices and, and do that, help them do that so incredible now from how young until how old are people that that attend your school and will benefit from this program we're enrolling grades six through eight in the fall and every year we're going to add a grade so that the next year's eighth graders will go up to ninth grade then we'll add new sixth graders and we'll do that until our oldest students are uh, seniors and then they'll graduate from high school from the Minneapolis School of New Music. So that we're, that'll be about six, six years out for us. Awesome. As you guys see, they're watching live. I keep putting the links on there because it's very important because this is gonna go in through your donations and the generosity of PRN alumni putting focus on this. When Prince was here, he could do stuff without anyone knowing and benefit things like what Bart is doing himself, but Unfortunately, we don't have a luxury and we have to highlight it and put stuff out there. And we do know that this was important to Prince and what he wanted for the future, whether it was the new power generation or others. So I think that's very cool, especially getting it in there from sixth grade to eighth grade. And then you do plan to expand on that, you know, so you're already having foresight with it, which is great. Yeah. And we're, our school is not just a music school. We are a, 
we are a tuition-free public middle school and we will be a high school. So we have a liberal arts um, course of study and we're getting kids ready for, for college and career. Um, it's not just a school to have fun. It's a school to work hard, to get better at, at you know, music and, and to learn and to get skills in academic areas and then to, you know, go on and be a successful and happy adult. Right. And it's so important, especially with funding being cut by stuff from the arts when it comes to schools for decades now, it seems, unfortunately, you know, we want to inspire the new musicians and not just through computer programs to be able to pick up equipment and maybe possibly learn these programs, but at the same time, learn the actual instruments as well, right? Exactly. And we want kids to be able to choose what instrument or what music discipline they want to explore and get lessons in. And we'll have experts come in. If, if a student wants to come in and play and learn how to play guitar, great. If they want to be a vocalist, we'll give them lessons in that area. If they want to uh, make beats and and make electronic music, we'll teach them how to, to do that in Ableton. Um, we have a, a partner school that's going to come and work with us called Slam Academy. They're over on the northeast side of Minneapolis. So we've got any basically any avenue that, that they want to explore. We'll get people in here that can help them, experts in that discipline area. And every kid is going to learn how to record their own music in the studio. We'll have a studio in the school building, and they'll all get to learn how to use it and uh, work with each other, make their own music, and collaborate with each other. That's a huge part of what made the you know Minneapolis sound what it is, and and uh, we want to keep that going with kids collaborating with each other. Definitely, for sure. And Jackie, I know when you were around when Left for Another was going on, would bring in uh, schools, not just from Minneapolis, would be really cool and bring out those experiences to listen to the music that you got the studio, even hook yeah. them up with some parkas before. How was that and how, you know, because that was important to Prince. So I'm just kind of trying to get your input on that and his enjoyment from it. Well, he's d did it from day one, even, you know, from, you know, doing uh, uh, concerts for just different, different people. I mean, from I mean, there's so much things he did in the beginning and through his whole career. It's not like it just started when he became superstar. He was doing it when he was doing smaller shows, and it was ju it's just part of his DNA that he had to to want to um, to be a teacher and to um, help uh, help people. And um, uh, he, I know that uh, he through. Um, you know his the food that you eat in your body and then the music and the, it all ties together for education and a higher higher level of a person and so um I, I he was passionate about it and so uh you know dave and i talk about it that we as i said before we don't speak you know you know that oh he would like this um but from his actions and what he chose to do this is an alignment of what he liked and uh, we we are just so happy to to be able to um, have this opportunity to to move that dial forward and, and to do that. That's this is what it, it's all about. And uh, so um, yeah. So when Bart you know reached out, I was just like, man, this is so great. Um, this is just totally alignment. And then I, I I called Dave and I'm like, dude, we could like get rolling and. And, and and get some different corporate sponsors on board and you know which we're going to do but in the interim you know we we really wanted to start uh with this uh fundraiser to help you know um you know and when you go on there there's different levels and you can see what you're going to be able to help with and what what that money goes towards but you know our goal is to get to 5000 and um uh that's a great start i mean it's it's a tough time still for people. So we didn't want to go too crazy. We just wanted to, whatever you can do, chip in, you know, we're, we're fine with, but it is going to be going to the school and to help, you know, for um, instruments and marketing to get the word out, you know, and to really for people to know about the school and just to help, you know, collaborate and help Bart. So 
Exactly. And now some of the things for people that are listening to audio that may not be watching live or whatever, some of the um, suggested amounts to get to the 5,000 for $10 that can provide a digital math textbook for one semester for one student. And then for $25, it allow, allows two students to attend a field trip to the Guthrie Theater. And then for 50, it provides a ukulele for one student or a microphone for the recording studio. Um, $68, excuse me, it just took me away from that for a moment. For $68, what you get is, there we go, purchases one track on the 64 track mixing board for the recording studio, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Then for 100, it pays for one month of individual lessons for one student. And I want to just speak on this. When you get to the $100 level, anything above that, we have a special pin that we made for the membership that's a collaborative pin with, uh, you know, uh, the school and the PR and alumni. So you'll get that uh, oh, for your donations. So, yeah, anything over 100 So Very cool. That would be for one individual lessons for one student, one month. And then for the $250, provides an acoustic or electric guitar for one student. That's great. Then the 500, a $500 one allows the purchase of a shared drum kit for the school. Really, really great stuff. And lastly, a $1,000 one provides a digital piano for the keyboard lab. Those are some really, really great things. Yeah, so we wanted we wanted to just get that going, and then we're we're gonna help supplement and and really uh, through uh, the collaboration bring our alumni on uh, to you know to give these kids experience. Um, our goal is to help with um, creating some really cool uh, high high end rooms ultimately uh, with uh, you know equipment shepherded by Mr. Dave Hampton and uh, <laughs> and others, but of course yeah. and um, and and just you know really th those kind of thing and just really getting out getting the word out. So that's that's what we're doing. Definitely, and of course, uh, joining us real quick. Or whatnot. I'm gonna put it on there just to show. We got Paul Peterson up in here. So ah, cool. Yeah, cool. Oh, cool. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. And we'll course, be calling on you, man. We're gonna be calling on you. Right. So yeah. Paul just got himself in a little bit of trouble. Good trouble. I know, right? Good trouble. Good <laughs> trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the beauty of this is that uh, PRN's involvement allows us to kind of also tap in and, and create a musical story that's relevant to the city of Minnesota and to the youth growing up so they can understand that something like this developed in their backyard. And yeah. uh, it's real important for people to be able to see and experience things around them that, that happen that, uh, that are so of such magnitude. So I think that's one of the things that, that made it very attractive is that it presents a new way to tell the story. Yeah. Right. And, Look, growing up, Prince had a band. You know, they, they would play the yeah. high school gymnasiums or other place or Andre's basement. But these things are so important because having the equipment and having the people to learn it with, who knows, in this classroom that Bart is having, this school, you may, you know, you may produce the next Prince or someone on that level. Mm. You know, And of course, when I hear about a ukulele, there's a lot of people that started playing stuff like that, like Bruno Mars, for instance. So those things are huge. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a good way to great things. And even if the, uh, in my opinion, even if the, the kids don't end up being a prince or that, it, having a music, it just like helps shape the brain, just like learning um, a language or early language, another language than other than your, your home country um, is so important in opening the mind. I think that music is another language where that does the same type of thing. So um, I, I think it's really important. And, and hopefully, as you said, Bart, shepherd out some great citizens in the future, even if they don't end up making music their career, you know, so. There's so many benefits to playing yeah. music, just personally feeling good about yourself, learning a discipline, learning how to um, learning something that's really difficult and practicing and getting better and sticking with something. And kids that play music do better in school. Their brains, their brains are, uh, you know, wired in a way as they play music that they can do better in other subjects. Um, concentration is better. 
Um, you know, there's different connections made within the brain from having to play music because it's really a, a, a whole brain activity playing music. And so uh, we really think that this is going to get kids to feel good about themselves, to really express who they are, you know, because in middle school and in high school, a lot of kids are trying to just fit in. And we want kids to be who they really are. And what better way to express and share yourself with the world than through your own music? I think people underestimate the power of words in expressing who they are. And music is a great way to do that um, in, a, in a supportive environment like we're going to have at the school. So I think it's going to really be great for kids and for, for, communi- for the community. And um, I really am excited about the, the possibilities. Silence is a great word. And of course, being able to stimulate a child's mind and be able to give them that output that they need is so important for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Bart, I had a question for you. Hope, hope you don't mind, Jeremiah. Um, when, when you, I know you were talking about um, kids being uh, going into the recording studio, everybody get to record. Is there, um, do they have to have kind of like how HSRA does it where you had to um, have uh, your grades up to a certain level on the regular core curriculum to be able to get into the studio as more of a enticement to make sure, or is it just just flat out just everybody's going to get time to schedule? No, I know that um, high school for recording arts does it a little different. We've been yeah. really working with them closely, and they're they're a, a groundbreaking great school yeah. in St. Paul. Yeah. Um, our, our philosophy is a little different because we want all the kids to have, you know, 80 to 90 minutes of music every day. And part of that cool. once a week will be to at least once a week will be to learn how to use the studio and learn uh, audio production. So that's a, a, a part of our of the principal um, just uh, course of study. It's not a it's not a reward for good behavior not it's very cool we do i like it i like it i was just curious i I didn't know the format yet for that so that's that's really cool so and you yesterday when we were talking um bart you asked about um you you talked about willie um coming Mm -hmm. in and uh uh i i really love that concept of what you, you explain i think the the purple fam will uh enjoy this yeah um well Purple Playground is a is a group that works with kids during the summer, and they've worked with High School for Recording Arts, and we're going to do some work with them this summer as well. Uh, Willie Adams and uh, Heidi Vader are just great people, awesome, and they they teach kids how to do how to do songwriting, and then they bring them in the studio, and every every student learns how to write their own and record their own songs. And they do this within sort of like a several weeks during the summer. And we're gonna have them help us write a curriculum that spans grades six through 12, that is Prince and Minneapolis centric. So throughout their whole career at the school, they'll be learning things about Prince and the Minneapolis music Minneapolis St. Paul music scene, um, and that will continue. So they'll they'll not only because kids know about right now, but they don't know about what happened to make right now possible. So mm-hmm. we want we want to share with them that there is a deep, rich history of music um, happening, and and that laid the groundwork for Prince and and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis and all the, you know, the time and all, everybody who made it, there, there are people that are, that many people don't know about that they should know about. Um, mm-hmm. And that's going to be part of our, our curriculum as well. I think that's great. I, I personally think that the kids will be that, you know, when you know the background and history, um, it'll, it'll make them proud of being a musician or a rapper or a DJ or whatever creative in from Minneapolis, they're going to be proud of that, you know, knowing that. So, so that's really, really cool, Bart. Very cool. And one question we have in here ready for Bart 
How can we connect with you and the foundation to help facilitate the provisions, for example? Um, make sure as well with the link that we're providing is one way, but Bart, yeah. how can more people uh, connect with you? For those yeah, things? so there's there's several ways. I don't want to over, over um, uh, I don't want to supersede the, the URL that's on your screen right now. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, we're on we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, MPLS Music, and our our website is mplsmusic.org. So yeah. if you go to that site, mplsmusic.org, you can find us, you can contact us, and I get those uh, emails directly. Um, our phone number is also on there. Um, so there's <clears throat> lots of ways you can connect, and and they all that communication comes right to me. That's great. And then even if they get the link from you, Jeremiah, um, it it on that landing page, you can get to to the school as well. So you and, and you'll learn more about it and it'll just click you right in. So. Right. And that's great with Willie Adams being involved in Heidi Vader, or Purple Playground. Those are great yeah, things with expanding and being able to help. Sure. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Thing. Now, let's see. Not really too many questions on that that can't be answered through the site. But yes, here's a here's a thing from YouTube. So important. You are all doing the work to keep the music alive, which I feel obviously is important. I must make you feel good as well to be able to pass this along to others. Correct. To the next generation. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what it's that's is what we do this for. It's not like any of us are making any a dollar from this. This is like a, our passion to to move this forward from the PR and alumni standpoint. Um, and, you know, we're here and we work really hard to um, and, you know, a lot of hours and we're proud of where we're at and we're proud of where we're going. And it, it is all about this. This is what it is about. And. Um, and it's exciting to, to move it to the next level on, on this. So just incredible. Now, Dave, how young were you uh, getting, getting, you don't have to go by year. Yeah. What were you where you were like, music's my passion. I want to do it. Cause I know I was probably like less wow. years old, you know, well, it was interesting. I, I had a cousin. He's kind of like a cousin. We were our families were real close, but we used to go camping with them every year. And he played the guitar, the electric guitar in a rock and roll band. And so I came back from camp. I must have been about eleven years old. And I told my mom, "I want to play electric guitar. I want to play electric guitar." Well, my mom's Puerto Rican, so she got me flamenco guitar lessons. Right, <laughs> and so. For about two years, I did nothing but play flamenco acoustic guitar. But I, I that was my first connection to music. And then as I got older, uh, around high school, I, I uh, finished high school, didn't really know what I wanted to do, went to trade school, started doing electronics. And through doing electronics, I was reintroduced to music because electronics had come into music now. And it really got me interested. So that's what got me on fire was really doing electronic projects for musicians. And the flamenco guitar. <laughs> flamingo, the man. Guitar we, hey, Dave, we could have started reference. a band, man. We could have started <laughs> yeah. a band together, right? So yeah. Yeah. everybody, everybody in some way has a bizarre connection to some kind of musical instrument. I, I have yet to run into anybody. Oh no, and even myself. I identify more with the technology, but you can trace my beginnings back to the, the flamenco guitar. You know? Yeah, mine so was drums, drums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I played drums uh, early on, and we always had uh, instruments in the basement. My dad was a drummer, jazz drummer. He lo- loved to play, and so I got this whole like, you know, uh, crazy musical, you know, journey in the in the basement. And I I, I think about it now, and I go, God, my mom. Poor, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, all of us, like my brothers played bass and we had keyboard and I played drums and, and I'm thinking to myself, my mother was just like so sweet and so supportive and we were so loud. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. For me, my, my, my dad had a big jazz record collection. We had, yeah, we had a record time. player and jazz records before we had a couch in the living room <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't go in the living room because that's where all his Stuff yeah, was right, yeah, and you yeah. can touch it, right? Don't no touch, touch it. The and, Don't touch and, 
And so for me, it was uh, very full circle because my dad passed away when I was 19. So he never really got mm. to see any of who I worked with. But everybody I ended up working with was somebody whose records I heard mm -hmm. play those records on the floor. So it was really, uh, that's when I kind of knew that this is what I was supposed to do because I could directly connect when I started working with them with what I knew about their music already from doing my chores to their music on Saturdays, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was jazz definitely on my end too. A lot yeah. of fusion, a lot of fusion. The, the, Dave, the people that you worked with, I mean, I listened to yeah. all yeah. all the time, you know? So, and, yeah. and, and, and had opportunities to, around and work with and things like that so it's it's pretty crazy to for that and it's really cool but that's this i already i knew early on i think i i felt like i feel i think one thing that i feel is lucky that i knew what i wanted to do like some people yeah. in life don't, don't know what they want to do or they're trying to figure it out i knew like i just wish i would have like, found out earlier right the <laughs> earlier than the, right yeah so i felt but, like i wasted a lot of time in high school I always tell my kids this. I wasted a lot of time in high school trying to be understood or trying to be a part of the cool crowd mm -hmm. and just just keep doing enough work to get by and not really focus. I didn't really focus till I got to college. Yeah. And 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 so I feel like, you know, I, I, I'm happy that my life went the way it did. But, man, if there was one thing I could do, I probably would just get serious a lot earlier and be about the flamingo guitar. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah no, not the flamingo. Oh, guitar. you know, you know, you're gonna get it now. We're gonna be. I still about do it. it. Yeah. Next time I see Dave, I'm gonna be uh, <laughs> making sure playing out of my car is a little bit of some Gypsy Kings for him. Yeah, <laughs> I think I played a recorder too, so that's an odd one too. Recorder. Yep. I love recorder. And I so, see people like in the room talking about instruments that they played. Someone very said cool played violin and all these other things. Sweet. Or, do you have anything when you were younger that you were drawn to? Mine was just Tinker Toys. I don't have what Dave has and what Jackie had for sure. Well, I, I'm not I'm not a professional in the music industry by any means. I played guitar when I was young. You know, I remember playing, you know, Beach Boys and Beatles songs when I was little. And, um, you know, I... When I got older, I started playing the drums. Then I went back to guitar, uh, played in some punk rock bands and garage rock bands. And, uh, you know, just started to write a few, you know, songs here and there. And and I really enjoy writing songs. Um, so I dabble <laughs> here and there. Um, but I, I just love, I love music and I love um, playing with music. You know, I love <laughs> being creative. And I think that's something that sort of, you know, when we talk about getting in the flow where time just sort of, you know, yes. you, you snap your fingers and three hours goes by. That's the type of thing that happens to me. And I know it happens to other people. And that's the type of thing that is Big really time. inspiring for, for young people to, to know that like, it's not just video games that can do that for me. And I can be five hours down the, down the line without realizing it. It's, music something that at the end of it you can say wow i really did something uh, you know of worth and and really cool and i'm i'm glad i i spent my time doing that that's very cool dave do punk, you punk rock band punk rock band for sure nice part dave what you got going on there what did you grab oh i just grabbed my acoustic guitar <laughs> ah. oh, i still i still can i still play and you know but that's just to to just diddle around. I don't write songs. I never never did anything. I never had a desire to be anything other than the person who hands off the magic trick to the magician. You know, I never really got the impetus to do anything other than be knowledgeable about how the instruments work and and take it that far. But I find that I use everything that I trained with, even though I didn't really want to. When I learned sight reading it was a requirement for me to be in the music school, but I was an engineering major, but I end up using it on sessions where I'm dealing with orchestras. So it mm -hmm. comes in handy to be able to, to fall back on these musical skills, even though I'm not a musician, I'm an engineer. I feel you, Dave. I feel you. So I feel you on that because, you know, even though I moved more into, um, 
helping artists. That was my calling. I knew that um, I love playing drums. I was good at playing drums, but I was always able to, I was the one that put the packages together and got yeah. them to la label, you know, and I was the one, and I loved doing that. And, but having experience from that side of it really helps be able to relate to the artist that you're working with. So, yeah. um, and even um, I made sure I understood even a bit of studio, even though it was scratch surface, I could understand and be able to talk that, you know, outboard gear and understand those kind of things. And and so when you, you know, you're talking about a craft and, and the kids in, the, in there, you know, to get that whole scope, they might end up not yeah. being in the music part uh, of it. They might be on the backside of it. They you might know, be on the assistant, the service. Yeah, they might be, yeah. yeah, you know, the PR or communications or branding for the artist or record label executive or, mm -hmm. you know, just management. So all yeah. this stuff can come, come into play. And I think and that music, really helped me. No, knowing music and having a knowledge of it get, gives you the ability to improvise in a jazz sense whatever your assignment is in and around music. Mm -hmm. You understand the process going on. There's the play yeah. process, and then there's the process that we're involved in of what it takes to set up to make great performances. Yeah. And all of it has to work hand in hand, but all of it has to have uh, some type of time signature to it, <laughs> some type of, of Very much. Uh, notation, and yeah. some type of improvisation. And so that that's kind of where I look at the skill sets that we've all <laughs> developed. Uh, behind the scenes. It's very important. All, all those it's, sides are very important. Very important. I, I think that really ultimately leads to success. And and it also, I think, really helps when you're working with an artist that they realize that you understand their, what they're talking about a bit and their language and that what they're speaking and you can kind of feel and gauge a bit and and that it's, a, it's, it's, it's important. And so, yeah. so part, but yeah, so I, I just, um, that, well, you can hear our passion about it all, you know, and and, and, and yeah. Bart, man, we're we're passionate to make that school fly. So um, it's going to happen. So help you. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Now, for the the equipment and other things, is there going to be different kind of curriculum taught? Um, to the students about music and like in the history of it or something? <laughs> Just curious. Yeah, so our our curriculum model is the, is liberal arts and we're most of the the integration or the interdisciplinary nature of the music and how it fits into the curriculum is through the humanities. And um, you can see the humanities are history, literature, social sciences, natural sciences, all those things. You can see how throughout the scope of time, music has interacted with all those different um, disciplines um, and how um, music has been influenced by the times as well. So we can see this all throughout history and you know, within our lifetimes, even Right now, there's music happening that's, you know, re reflecting and reacting to what's happening with with the George Floyd situation mm -hmm. and Black yeah. Lives Matter. There's music right now being made. And, you know, 50 years from now, people are going to be looking back and using that music as a bookmark, an entree into understanding what happened with that situation. That's just mm -hmm. one example. Yeah, true. Um, and so like when you, you, you can see how, like, like I was saying, kids know about right now. Um, but what we're going to do is teach them that right now, you know, the, the, the best musicians are really standing on the shoulders of the people that came before them. And, um, if we go back, they can see the connections to how things why things are the way they are today with music you know even mm -hmm. we think you know for us we think of hip-hop as a pretty um you know new art form but to kids it's been around forever you know mm -hmm. yeah. and just thinking about how much it's changed how much music has changed in our lifetime think about how much it's uh gonna change in theirs and so basically 
that's, you know, reading about music, um, studying the history and the art that goes along with music. Like if we think about just like right now with graffiti culture, that's art and, and music and art, music uh, interacts and intersects with art. Um, so uh, there's so much, there's so many interactions and, and um, you know, ways that music happens and influences all forms of life throughout history. And so we're going to go backward as we study music history. And then we're going to start with, um, and we're, they're going to see how music um, of today became what it is. And I think mm -hmm. that's a way for kids to start with what they know and then go into something that they don't know. That's great. That's great on that. Now, is there other like I'm sure because you're already thinking about future things, which is great. I'm sure there's other things going on. Like it's just so important. And I'd really hope that quickly, you know, you're able to meet um, you know, the five thousand dollars and then be able to go on with other stuff. This is just a stepping stone. And we hope that our audience can help out with this. And yes, here and alumni being able to do stuff. What what other things that would, would you love to see going forward on certain things when it comes to schools like this? Well, I, you know, I I just love the idea of um, I I love the whole curriculum that Bart's putting together, where you're taking the history of music, and and really kind of in and this model could be in any community in America, right? It could, and in their, in their sphere, in their world, in their community of musicians, I just think it could grow and grow from there. So, but um, I, I, I just, I just love the whole, um, the scope of the detail of how they're going to integrate the music into a core, core curriculum, um, like a Spanish immersion, but a music immersion. I love that that whole concept of that. Uh, my, my son goes to Spanish immersion. So I understand the idea concept of immersion and that. So, um, so he was immersed in Spanish from kindergarten and um, his, all his uh, teachers that were in Spanish would not even speak to us other than in Spanish. And I couldn't speak a lick uh, at the time. I can a little bit now. Uh, but, um, but the, the point is, is that I really think that these kind of, um, schools are, are so needed and, and, and cutting edge on what is needed for education moving forward. I really, I really do. I really believe this because, you know, the, the school system is just not uh, providing it as it is now. So to, to have this kind of school, it, uh, I just think is a great model for the future. Yeah. It's awesome. Especially in North Minneapolis for these things to be happening and be able to mm -hmm. do Especially when, you know, there's so much focus on Minneapolis and what's going on with George Floyd that we can highlight the good stuff that's coming from there with, with totally. like school and these other yeah. things. It's just so important because we're constantly hit with negative mm -hmm. things and we need more positive things like what Bart is doing and the school yeah. and the PRN alumni. And that's what we need to focus on. I can't wait till the day to where we can have good news be always the headline that kicks stuff off. And it would be really nice. It, it you yeah. know, the thing is, is it doesn't, it doesn't uh, move the dial as far as clicks for the national media, but uh, it's really interesting. I um, worked with Carlos Santana a few years ago and um, we were working on this project that I'm, I'm sure he's still working on, but uh, it's called architects of a new dawn. And the concept was he wanted to do, uh, a 24-hour positive media channel, a positive channel. It didn't have to be media. It's just all positive, good, positive stuff. And um, uh, it was a, we were a bit ahead of our time because digital hadn't built, you know, gotten caught up yet to our concept of these like smaller sound bites. Now it's done all the time, you know. Um, but it was it's such a um, you know to have that kind of vibration and that high level of you know bringing in positive. Um, um, imagery, positive news, positive, because there's a lot of amazing things that are going on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, Eric, sweet. Yay. Yeah. Let's keep it going, guys. Let's keep it going. That's good. Um, Eric. That's really cool. And um, 
And I just think that, you know, it is about positive. You know, we got to cut through that, the negative stuff. I mean, it's intentionally done to us. It's intentionally done to us. I know it, it really is programmed. And yeah. and so we need to be aware of this and also bring in, it's, it's okay to be knowledgeable about the world and know that there are some bad things that are going on and, and, and important things. But we need to be able to balance that with a great, things that are happening in your community locally and nationally and globally, you know, so. Yeah. And we got to be strategic on how you use things like the redressing of education mm -hmm. to deal with the, the neuro linguistic programming that's gone on in the past. You know, those are real things. They're real sciences. They're real uh, strategies that are used on the masses, which is why we're seeing education redress itself right now because it's yeah. long overdue the language and the engagement that was created years ago just doesn't work in every case today so this is this is absolute that that systems like this be supported where there as much emphasis on experiential learning as there is on traditional learning yeah for sure and yeah. keeping stuff positive i know sometimes those salacious headlines yeah, but you know, I think we're getting out of that. I think I think part I, I, of I the thing so. coming out of COVID, we're we're really moving away from that because yeah. it's about what's necessary. Right. What you're gonna see in the next year or so unfold is what's necessary. Yeah. So a lot of these frivolities that everybody's parked at and these half efforts, they're they're not gonna last because it's gonna be about well, what's necessary and, and where are we going forward? Yeah, and absolutely. and with music and education, you got to be really saying something to move forward on it because it's not going to go away, and it's more powerful every time we go back to readdress it and deal with it and bring it in a, a structured thing like education. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great headline with positive content and other stuff, and it'll work out just as well. Just watch. It's easy to do the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah positivity or whatnot we need to make it to where it's it's as easy as some of the stuff that loves spilling tea or whatnot we, that's all the things <laughs> it starts with things like bart school and the future generation and us making changes now coming out of covid and yeah. the energy that we want to draw in like before mm -hmm. covid although it's a little bit hard during covid i cut out a lot of news i cut out a lot of other stuff because and i stopped I will don't respond to negative stuff on my social media. You may get a lot, but you're bringing that energy into your home. That's mm -hmm. why I'm watching as much news as I was doing. Cause just like with the social media, you're bringing that into your home, whether you like it or not. So I won't even respond. It'll either be you're blocked or I just let it go. Cause mm -hmm. sometimes that's what they're doing for attention. You want attention in different ways. If you want to have a conversation about positive things, I'll be there for that. The other mm -hmm. stuff, that you can find it from somewhere else, you know? Right. And that's where it has to be putting that energy and good things into stuff like Bart school and what you guys are trying to do with the PRN alumni as we put it. You're going to do not try. We're doing yeah. that's, that's, exactly. that's, that's the definite thing. One thing I'm excited about uh, moving forward and seeing the future is that I just see that this is a time we're moving into that we realize what we had as far as what we miss, right? And 2020 was kind of like an eye opener for a lot of people. We took a lot of things for granted, being able to go to shows, be able to go to art galleries, being able to do all this. And I just really feel like once we come out of this, we are gonna be in an innovation uh, era uh, of innovation and new ways of doing things and excitement and appreciation for the tactile things too. Mm -hmm. Obviously digital's there, but the appreciation for tactile things, the tangible, going to concerts again and really appreciating the concerts like, oh, now, oh my God, I can go and hear, you know, a show again and 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 that. So that's going to be, I think, it's going to really like explode here. Um, and I think it's going to be the roaring 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This version yeah. of it, we're going to want to yeah, go. Our own version, our own version. Of course, <laughs> it's our version, but it's going to be the yeah. same concept of 100%. like, yeah, you know, so. And not just nightclubs, you know, I, I know people. Sure. To go yeah. back to art museums and galleries. Totally, art yeah. and movies and 
you know, all, all that theater and musicals and, you know, so it's, uh, it's going to be, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. So things to look forward to. Yes, very much. The light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Somewhat seeing, right? Yep. Bart, go ahead. Is there, is there any things that you want to share about these experiences and how knowing your school is going to be a positive source of energy and for the community? Well, I, first I want to thank the PRN Alumni Foundation for partnering with us and really being a benefactor. Um, any Anytime anybody can um, associate with, you know, the name Prince, you know, that's a special thing. And I, I'm sometimes I just have to pinch myself to think, you know, that we're working with people who work directly with Prince and, you know, he's, you know, such a, an important figure in music history and so important for Minneapolis and Minnesota that it's really an honor to work with the PRN Alumni Foundation. So thank you so much for to Jackie and Dave and all the other board members for working with us. We really do appreciate all of all of the work that you've done and are doing and will continue to do. And we want to we want to make the school, you know, rock and roll and, and be as good as we can possibly be. And we want a continued um, relationship and partnership with everybody and, and the people who are watching and listening to this podcast. We want to be a we want to be a place where everybody who cares about music can go and, and check out the school eventually. Come in anybody come to Minneapolis when you're here, please come and visit the school and see what we're we're trying to do because this is this is something it's not my school. It's this is a school for for kids, for Minneapolis, this is something that's going to hopefully be a, a hub for uh, community collaboration and for people to come together. Because if there's three things that people can agree on to put their time and energy around, it's kids, education, and music. Those are three things that everybody mm -hmm. can agree to, right? And we want to be sort of a hub in the community for that to happen. And we're starting to do things already um, before the school even opens to bring people from the community in. We're doing open mics. We're, we're recording people in the studio. We've already shot a music video um, in our in our school. Um, and so it's it's exciting. I mean, we're, we're working with people in the community that really care about kids and care about music and and it's bringing these new connections as music does. Like all the people that, that are on the Alumni Foundation are somehow um, brought together because of music, right? And that's a really important thing. So I, I'm, just, I'm just sort of dumbfounded sometimes that we're able to do this and, and that this is going to happen and that we're working with such cool and, and great creative uh, people. So again, thanks everybody for, for all the support and continued support. Awesome. Thank That's you. That's great. Oh, cool, you're welcome. Jackie. A Very good, thank you. What's uh, that? A question from a YouTuber. They're wondering if there'll be another alumni concert. Yeah, there will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there will. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know exactly when, but we, we oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, I'd love to, I'd lo yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to have some um, younger acts eventually, you know, too, maybe from the school and, and, you know, depending on, you know, it'd be kind of fun to have that, um, you know, part of it. So that'd be really cool. So, but we're definitely, we're itching, itching for that. For sure. And something that's live, not just live streamed or what right. want exactly. the live yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, it's been great. We've been doing, you know, lots of cool panels and things like that, but we got to, we got to get hit it hard, like with some, some music and, and getting together and, 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 and hugging again, exactly. <laughs> getting some good hugs. Right. So that's cool. 
So I just want to, you know, just say thanks everybody that's tuning in and hopefully you can support whatever you can do. And, and just, even if you can't just, you know, stay, stay aligned with what we're up to and what Bart school is up to. And um, just really appreciate, um, you know, just people being passionate about it still. And it's really, really cool. Definitely. Dave, anything on closing, my friend? No, just to stay, stay current and stay close on it and always keep in touch with either the school directly or PRN alumni to find out what we're getting into. I'm sure as the school develops more, they'll send out a list of other needs and, and we'll be working on it along with everybody else. I do this all the time for different factions. So, you know, uh, don't be surprised if you get some computers and some things <laughs> for your digital classroom because that, that's how we process it over here. As it comes in, if there's a place for it to go, and then Bart, you'll get a box and you just keep on rolling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I encourage everybody. Now is a time when a lot of people are getting rid of their music supplies. If you if you don't know what you have, but it's still useful and you don't use it anymore, or you have computers or things like that, uh, as a new school, they're always in line to need some of those things. And, and I'm pretty sure they have a definitive list of ask items, but, um, you know, we're, we're trying to help them facilitate everything we can, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can hit us up if, if, if you don't get in touch with Bart on anything that you think, you know, you might want to, uh, donate and that, and we'll, we'll, we'll work with Bart as well. So. And make sure for you guys who are on Apple products, sorry for the Android users for now, although <laughs> maybe coming up with something, but make sure <laughs> I know we've got we gotten some heat for that, but it's like, hey, you know, it's a great platform. We can't help that it's in beta, and you know, you're gonna have to talk to Clubhouse about that right now. But you know, we're on all platforms, so you know, it's 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 they just better platform. get out of just beta for its Apple product because Twitter is slowly coming up with their own version for all different. Of course, products. yeah, they will, they will, but they made it pretty cool. Yes, it's on Clubhouse. They've been doing it every Friday. They were doing it before yep. the show. They're going to do it next Friday. Yeah, so a lot of fun. And Jackie, we will have to have you on at some point soon or just answer a question just about with the truth is supposed to be the record store standalone release. <laughs> Don't know if we can talk about that too much now, but we'll get you back on it. But I'm glad yeah. that it's finally getting a, a standalone release and it's something that you were involved with back then. I, I really wanted it back then to be released, to be honest with you. That was something that I really wanted. I, I asked him about like um, when it was being put in crystal ball, I really wanted MPG to release that as a standalone. Cause I just loved it. When I heard it, I was like, oh, this is the, this is the, the album. Oh my God. I love it. The acoustic and um, you know, the sugar blue and all that. And um, it was just uh he said no. He wanted to just keep it in in crystal ball, but you know, I, I, and so it's so nice to hear that. I'm so I'm excited to that's going to hit the light of day. You know, for people, it's, it's there cool. hasn't been an official announcement yet, but we're all with you. That, oh well, I'm not. I'm not. I thought you were. You did that. Okay. Cool. Well, I didn't say anything then. Right. No. 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 It's just you that's hear from me. Looking forward to. We await. Yes. The, the official announcement on it. But of course, right. when it I- It could be two years for you. It could be 10. We don't know. I don't know. More like days, but it's all good. <laughs> and I see this, someone, they're loving one of the PR and alumni hats. Maybe if they donate, they can uh, get one of the hats. Uh, and we're in on, and online too. I mean, you can actually pick them up. We've got them uh, uh, at our org. Uh, Prince Roger Nelson, as you guys know, alumni.org. So yeah, we've got a lot of cool merchandise and, and that, that goes and helps the, the foundation. And, um, we've got some cool new bundles going to, going to have happen here soon and some neat stuff. So any, anything that you buy, uh, merchandise really does help, you know, support us. Appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for joining mm -hmm. Today, Jeremiah, Jeff. thank you, man. Really, thank really appreciate you. it for having us on thank and you, the platform and people to come on and listen. It's so cool. So my pleasure. Look forward to keeping an eye on this and updating people as the journey continues to grow on this Sweet. and putting up the links. 
Thank you guys again so much. And uh, we look forward to having you on again for an update on everything. All right. Great. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks right. guys, everybody. See you, Bart. See you, Dave. See you, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Of course, you knew I had to get in the true thing. And of course, Jackie knows all about bundles. So make sure when it comes to PR and alumni to get that stuff. Um, thank you guys so much for your time. I really, truly enjoy it. And I look forward to seeing you guys again. We still got to have Stephen Hill on for part two. It may be just as long as the last one. Um but truly, truly appreciate you guys for supporting things such as the PRN alumni and BART school and other projects going on and supporting me when you do it. But of course, make sure this time to support the PRN alumni and put on the link just in case for myself. But um, I appreciate you guys. Hope you are doing well. I enjoyed the shows that we did for uh, 3121 to celebrate. And I saw a bunch of people jumping on and doing their own things for Clubhouse. And it's all about getting the word out about those things and keeping his memory and his legacy alive. Thank you guys again so much for subscribing on YouTube, sharing this, letting people know about it, joining us on Facebook Live, checking us out on Spotify, Apple Music, just for your support in general. So that's where things all go. Much love to you all. I'll see you sooner than you think. Till next time, please uh, keep it funky like this long hair that's going on. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>